Welcome to Hope Over Fear. Um, it has been a couple of weeks since I have checked in with you guys, and I just um, kind of went into my like disappear mode. I have been so consumed with new symptoms that I've been having and the confirmation of my new um, condition from my doctors and it has just been, um, it's been an overwhelmingly hard few weeks and I just, I don't know how to convey my feelings or even speak when I'm not really sure what's happening to me. I just go into like this dark place and I just want to hide and be alone Um, because I, I feel like if I talk about certain things out loud, it really makes it a reality. Um, And I never want to feel like I'm bird, like putting a burden on my family and friends, which I really know in my heart, I'm not. But when you are suffering from a chronic illness and you already have, you know, anxiety and depression, it kind of heightens those. Um, and you just forget how to be like a human, um, how to interact and how to explain things because what you're feeling sometimes is so hard to convey. Um, And I just, I haven't wanted to accept that I've, that I've gotten another condition in my other arm and having to learn how to adapt to life with two arms now that are very limited is something that I just, you know, wasn't quite prepared for. Um, I feel like I was just barely adapting to, you know, life with one good arm and now like, feeling my left arm getting so fatigued so quickly. Um, Gosh, it's just been, feels like I'm starting all over again. And I didn't know how to talk to anyone about it. You know, the, the people that are closest to you, your support system, they know, they know when things aren't quite how they're supposed to be. Um, My family has really learned kind of when I'm in shutdown mode and they know when to push and when not to push and to just let me be. Um, And for me, sometimes, you know, just taking a step back and trying to do all my research and just figure things out on my own really works for me. And other times it's, I like bottle up so many emotions that eventually they just kind of burst. Um, You know, I try not to overshare my life and things like that. Um, I don't know why I have a fear of judgment. I mean, people are going to judge you no matter what you do. And (laughs) I decided to go to the grocery store, um, my usual grocery store, on this past Saturday. And when I went to check out, um, a cashier and a um, someone that was, you know, loading my groceries 
we're having a conversation about another coworker, and it was so beyond inappropriate. And whether or not I know the backstory, um, kind of wasn't the point, but it was <laughs> that I had held my feelings in on what I'm going through for so long that that unfortunate moment was the time that they just came to the surface. Um, so the cashier was kind of unaware that I was standing there. She was just in like, just scan my groceries, not look up, not acknowledge me. And they were talking about their coworker who I guess had to go out on disability. And I don't know, you know, what the circumstances are, what's wrong with this person. But this cashier had such hate and anger saying, oh my gosh, can you believe she posted a barbecue with her family and then she was at the beach? I mean, she's disabled and she put her little air quotes up and she's like, she should be at home. I mean, she's disabled. She shouldn't be doing anything. She shouldn't like, and I just sat there or stood there, I'm sorry, in disbelief. <laughs> and I finally just said, you know what? I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but I said, disabled people, whether it's severe or whatever it might be, they deserve to live. They deserve to be happy. They deserve these moments of pure bliss with their family. They deserve They deserve these unbelievable moments of joy because even in those 30 minutes or an hour where the joy of being with our family or creating memories, those moments are what get us through our hardest days. And we deserve to live a full life just as much as the next person. And I just, she just, she's like, well, I'm not talking about someone like you, which was even worse. I just, I looked at her and, you know, it's, it's just, it's the weirdest thing that, you know, I don't, people will tell me you don't look sick. You don't look like you would have something wrong. And, you know, this cashier has no idea, you know, what her coworker might be enduring and how much she might be paying for it later on. You know, I enjoy wonderful moments with my family or my friends are doing things. And I know it's like a monster under your bed. I know that monster's there and it's waiting to come out and take me out and have a flare. And our pain never goes away. We just have had to learn how to adapt to a life with it. We can't stop living and we can't stop feeling and we can't miss out on everything because someone's going to judge us for smiling, even when we may just feel like breaking. You know, my anxiety and everything has been even higher with all of this and hearing the way she was speaking of her coworker and it just, it hurt. And, um, you know, I've already been, besides grasping this new condition I have, which is called cubital tunnel syndrome, they're thinking. Um, I am waiting to see 
uh, a new neurologist, which, you know, <laughs> I found out today, though, when I got referred to doesn't really know or feel confident in treatment of CRPS, and he's not sure if it's spread, and now it's just a waiting game of when I'm going to see him, and, you know, it's just this, like, fear that can consume you of, like, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? And, you know, you do feel like, for moments that you don't deserve to live that full life, you know, you forget how to just be you. And I don't like to share a lot of moments with my family or, you know, with my boyfriend, because I feel like if people see me doing things, they're going to say, oh, well, maybe you're not, you know, what you're, you're not going through what you say. And, I mean, who cares, right? <laughs> I shouldn't care, but Mr. Anxiety in the back of my head just makes me overthink and overcare about everything. And, you know, um, we are getting ready to go on a trip. And <laughs> while I want to be really excited, I am absolutely terrified. Um, the last time we went on a trip was a year ago, and it was a place that was warm, and my condition wasn't as severe as it is now, and I hadn't, you know, acquired the new condition, and the anxiety of knowing that the cold weather um, can severely affect my CRPS, the anxiety of wondering how I'm going to get through this flight, and all these things. And it's just like, oh my goodness, you know, and I have to just breathe and know I'll be okay and be so overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, excuse me, thankful for all of my providers because they have prepared me for it. Um, you know, my hand therapist has given me things to take on the plane to take through just to help, um, you know, with compression for swelling, things like that. And the plain and simple truth is, like they tell me, you just, you still have to live. And the other day I came home and uh, someone had sent this quote to me and it just resonated so much with what I'm going through right now and what I know so many other people who suffer from a chronic illness are going through. And it says, most people live in fear of some terrible event changing their lives. For the chronically ill, this terrible event has already happened, and we have been let on on we have been let in on an amazing secret. You fight and you survive. There is no other way. You adapt and your life changes, but in the end, you go on with whatever compromises you have been forced to make, whatever losses you have been forced to endure. You learn to balance your fears with the simple truth that you must go on living. So <laughs> I have been trying to wake up each day doing my affirmations and telling myself I will not let CRPS or any other conditions I have consume me. I will not let them rule my life. I am going to travel with my boyfriend and have an amazing time and I am going to adapt as I need. I am going to rest 
when my body tells me and I am just going to take it one day at a time because with anything in life, that is all you can do. I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you so much for your support, for everybody that sends me prayers every day. Your support means more to me than you will ever know. And never forget, I am praying for every single one of you. Have a wonderful day.